0: Welcome to Revealing here, Relationship Lounge. This is Coach Deb. I want to welcome you. I have an amazing guest today, a brother from another. And you don't want to miss this broadcast. You know, I know that there have been times when you've questioned your affliction and your battles and your trials. The thing, the focus is always, it takes a village. But we're going to talk about what do you do when your assignment is your affliction? Mm. Brother, pastor, Um, Cooper is someone I have known for many years. Chad Lawson Cooper. That sounds like money. (laughs) This brother is, he is a mastermind. He's the next Tyler Perry. And I'm going to let him tell you a little bit about himself, but I want you to tag your friends, tag anyone that you feel that is battling with their Afflictions, their trials, their tribulations, and they got questioned as to why this is happening. Why now? See, we're not always Mm -hmm. warned when affliction may come, but this brother here is going to share with you what you can do when you accept the fact that affliction is your assignment. Mm. Welcome. Welcome. Thank you, Lady D. (laughs) It's been so
1: long. I miss you. Listen, you in New York. You I'm left New me. York. You left me. Well, you you know, you you I, I I had to um, you know, you you were just you know growing so much and, and being the celebrity that you are. I said, I, I can't compete with you in tyler Let me go to New York. <laughs> you play too much. You play too much.
0: I would to the wonderful people, because they're listening. You know, they're listening, and they always ready for motivation Monday, because the goal is to give them something that's going to get them through the week. Absolutely. So I want you to inspired, and I want you to motivate today. I want you to share with the people your story. Tell us a little bit about you, and then let's move into you know the 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 um, the theme of what do you do when your affliction is your assignment. But first, tell us a little bit about
1: you. Absolutely. Um, Well, as you said, my name is Chad Lawson Cooper. I'm an American filmmaker, actor, uh, of course, preacher since I was eight years old, musician since I was five years old. And I'm a husband, I'm a father of five, a grandfather of four. Um, I have had several national plays that's toured in over 150 cities across the country. And now um, i'm doing movies i do movies i produce movies we got i think um we did two last year and i believe we have um four that we, that we've will probably complete four this year and then we have uh, a ton of movies next year so um uh, god is good god is good so that's 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 the uh the bio um okay it it hasn't always been the journey hasn't always been easy. (laughs) Oh wow talk to us talk to us honey bless us this morning with with lady d as you know as you know um I grew up in a small town um called Quincy Florida which is right outside of Tallahassee probably a population Mm -hmm. under ten thousand people and Mm -hmm. in Tallahassee Florida was our big city and uh growing up in that um city um raised most of my life by a single mother um my sisters were older much older than me um in fact the baby sister is 22 years older than me um it so it it left me in a situation um where uh, my mother was Considered elderly at that time. It's normal to have kids at 42 now. But um, Mm -hmm. back then, um, we didn't have any money. She was disabled, she was on SSI. And um and, but I always grew up dreaming. I remember as five, six, seven years old, I would take my house code and act like I was Mr. Howell on Gilllikins's Island. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, when people come over that, that was my imagination. You know, vision uh, the Greek word for vision is imagination. And, uh, without without uh, uh, vision, the people perish. and And so I lived vicariously. Through my imagination, by way of TV, etc., I knew from a child that I would not always live there. Uh, from a child, I would pretend like I lived in New York, and uh, and that's what I wanted to do. Didn't didn't know that, uh, you know, when God gave me the gift to play the piano at five, or to sing, or um, any of those artsy things, that it was just a gift. Um to help pad my uh, purpose and and that's a that's a really a good subject. I was pondering on that today. Mm. Many many times we take our gifts and we think that our gift is our purpose, but God will give us a multiplicity of gifts just to pad um, or make a path for your purpose right and and the bible says your gift will make room for you and bring you before great men right and and so um I knew a long time ago that I was not going to be a concert pianist or uh you know a, a magnanimous um musician. it was just a a gift to um to help me to uh to get into the doors that the lord has blessed me to do so having said that at the age of sixteen. I ended up dropping out of school. I dropped out of high school. I got tired of uh, just my mother fi- suffering financially, and I, at at that age, I went and got a job at, at McDonald's, and and uh, from there, uh, from McDonald's to doing my own part-time business, which was exterminating. I had enough sense at 16 to call an entomologist in the state of Florida that was licensed that would allow me to work under uh, under his license, and, uh, and which he did. And so I franchised a company called Dr. Bugs, had my own little truck with the logo, everything, and everything was going, Well, I remember one day though, I would work at McDonald's. My kids get on me about, they get on me about saying Mac and Mick.
0: (laughs) Yeah, they grew up,
1: it was McDonald's, so now it's McDonald's. I thought it was. Yeah, so um, I remember one day um, doing my shift at McDonald's in the morning time before I would leave to go do my business. My whole graduating class. Oh, the okay. My battery was low there. My whole graduating class walked into to McDonald's while I was carrying a bucket of ice, dumping it in the ice container. And I turned around, and there they were. And I felt like this small. I said, "Wow, all of them are getting ready to graduate." (laughs) Here, my standing in front of them working at Mc, at Mcdonald's yeah. and uh, and the lord said to me hold your head up keep on going this is not the end um shortly after then my mother ended up having an accident um while I was out doing my business with dr bugs and um, when she had that accident we, had, we ended up having to seek an attorney to help us out well the attorney, when we went to meet with him, a white guy, he said, you know, I see something in you. Uh, I don't know you. This guy was not saved. He was not church. He said, I just see something in you. Tell me about yourself. I told him, you know, I'm dropped out of school, etc. But what my plan, what my goals and aspirations were. And he said, I tell you what, if you go get your GED, i'll hire you to work here and pay for you to go to college and um and i literally took him serious because i felt it was time to make a move then because i didn't want to spray houses the rest of my life and <laughs> and work at mcdonald's part-time you know the rest of my life and um, and for six months I, I went and got my ged um in a matter of a, a couple of months and then i started volunteering for him, Uh, he didn't hire me at first. I actually worked there for six months for free, driving him around, taking him to meetings. Um, Sometimes we would fly um, during the course of my first six months there. A couple of times he had us fly on a private jet to Atlantic City paid for a suite, and I'm a little country boy from Quincy, I'm like, man, you see this kind of stuff on Dallas and Falcons, <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> and we're on a private jet, and uh, we would go to this restaurant called Nicholson's, and you go to Nicholson's, you're gonna spend $100 per person, basically, and I was like, wow, I wasn't even really concerned about him paying me. It was I was getting paid by the knowledge and just being connected. Right. Mm -hmm. into a different stratosphere that I'd never experienced in person before. And um, after six months, he actually started paying me a thousand dollars a month. Shortly after then, um, he won a lawsuit for my mother for $400,000. And um, he also paid me, paid for me to go to, to, um, to college as well. Uh, Worked there for a couple of years and something happened where i saw something that i probably shouldn't have seen and ended up shifting over to tallahassee to a larger law firm Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. went to tallahassee to the larger law firm and uh my life totally changed then here's this country boy that always dreamed uh now i'm in tallahassee working for this multi-million dollar firm as an investigator as an influencer, um, and as a consultant mm-hmm. and, and, and they're paying me six figures from Quincy, Florida, from a high school dropout yeah. to this six figures and, um, going through all of them, trying to speed it up for you. Um, then I met my well i I got married i want i I want to tell the whole story i got married when i was 19 that didn't work that was a failed marriage we had two kids i i didn't think i'd ever get a chance to be um the father that i wanted to be because you know in relationships like that sometimes it just doesn't work out that way right right and um but that's where i met my current wife and we've been married will have been married on December the 19th for 25 years. Amen. We met at, at at FAMU, Florida AM University. And um and I could not stay married to somebody that wasn't my wife. That's a whole nother thing. And, and yeah. so yeah. and so but when I when I found my wife, he didn't find it the wife find it the good thing. Amen. And and we connected there and um and then the Lord called me into he called me into pastoralship, and I went from um, making six figures to saying, "God, I'm willing to give up everything because doing what you've called me to do is worth more than anything that that I can." Uh, possibly have on this earth to accumulate and if if you know if we seek ye first the kingdom of heaven and his righteousness all these things would be added so it wasn't about the thing it was other uh, things it was about obedience so I ended up leaving there one of my friends um got had a lawsuit there that I helped take care of while he was uh paraplegic and um He gave me, he he settled his lawsuit for $4.6 million. And he said, here's $250,000 for taking care of me when nobody else would. And that was my cue to leave. It was just a seed. That Mm. helped facilitate the ministry um, for a while. Uh, But then 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 the challenges come. Yeah. or they came rather it's it's it seemed it, 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 as if i had made a terrible mistake yeah but, but i knew that it was a part of the the, the journey I, you know my assignment See so your 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 vision and your assignment to get there are two different things so right. the, so so here comes the process um so this is in 1995 when i started the church 1997 when i went full time in ministry um, 1999, um, I was attacked severely. Um, the enemy did not want me to go full-time in ministry. The guy that I was working for was involved with the mafia and other things. And he tried to set me up with the department of insurance, almost like it felt like I was watching the movie enemy of state. One day I woke up and found my picture in the newspaper and said that I was over this racketeering thing in Florida and um, that I had racketeered this and that and made so many millions of dollars doing this like I was a kingpin. Yeah. None of it was true. Yeah. And my mother called me that morning, a particular morning, and um, she said, hey, you're not in jail? She was crying. I said, no, what are you talking about? Your picture on the front page of the Tallahassee Democrat. I said, what? I went in my pajamas to the convenience store. And uh, we were living in a, in a community called Golden Eagle at that time. Mm. And, and I sat there in the car and looked at that article. And I, I was literally numb. I felt like I cannot recover from this. I don't even know what this is. And, and, you know, what's going to happen. And let me tell you, that's, that's when that was, that was my first major assignment of affliction. God has spoke to me, commissioned me. And now I'm, 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 I'm in this thing and I, I'm in a situation where I know people are going to walk off and they're going to leave me, um, I know p- p- everybody in the city is going to be talking about me uh, and not knowing whether or not I was going to go to prison. You know, I didn't know what I was up against because none of it was true. And uh, and let me tell you, Lady D, uh, 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 the spirit of depression came on me. Like I can I can tell you, I've, I've walked so highly in depression. I tried to commit suicide. Uh, more than one time, I would be so depressed that I could just be at a restaurant eating and all of a sudden I would just start crying. I would be like, oh, I just feel like yeah. God is forsaken me. My life is is ruined. And, and the Lord said to me, he said, stand your ground. I, I went to Miami, Florida uh, to see uh, God that we were connected to a mentor to me at the time was Bishop Isaiah Williams. And he had a church about 5,000 people. My church went down to 12 people. All of my contracts that I had, people stopped paying me because they, uh, my consulting contracts. And I saw the money that I had uh, in the bank uh, was leaving like somebody had a running faucet, Uh, money I had in my safe leaving like somebody had a running faucet. And I went to Bishop Williams Church on that particular Sunday. And and I'm sitting way in the back. 5,000 people there. And he says, "Is that is that Dr. Cooper in the back?" <laughs> I'm I'm like, "How in how in the world does he see me?" And uh and all of these people here, he says, "Come on, <laughs> up to the pulpit." Like <laughs> I'm like, no. <laughs> and, right. and as I'm as I'm as I'm uh, going up to the uh, pulpit, you know, I felt like everybody in Miami knew what I was going through. Nobody said that he was so nice to me afterward. He took took us out to Don Schuler's. He said, "He said, Pastor Cooper, you said God's going to vindicate you in six months." He said, "Don't you come off a TV? Don't you close your church down? And don't you stop preaching?" He, he 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 said, "He said he's going to he's going to clear your name." I remember one event going to AMC the AMC movie theater there in Tallahassee, and a bunch of pastors were walking by, and they were turning and. And I, I never forget the pain that I felt. And and in the midst of me trying to commit suicide, taking a whole bottle of Tylenol PM. Wow. None of that, none of that worked. None of that worked. What did happen in in, 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 in in that process, my wife and I had been trying to have kids for five years, kids of our mm-hmm. own. And, and so the the day that I took that bottle of Tylenol PM, she actually raped me. <laughs> <laughs> now you know i'm you know i'm crazy so. <laughs> but she admits that though she does <laughs> <Okay>. a mess in <laughs> in there came celebrity <laughs> how about daughter, that our daughter celebrity came and uh so in the midst of that pain god sent joy in the midst of pain, he sent a suppressant. And um, and there were days, because the pain, even in six months, I was vindicated. The state attorney came on TV and said, he has done nothing wrong. This is all a political ploy. Um, There will be no charges. To this day, I've never been charged with any criminal. I don't have a criminal record. Um, You know, so you can tell the enemy don't celebrate too soon. The the weapon that was formed shall not prosper. Right, right. And and and, um, and so you know from from there, we the Lord sent a word that said move to Miami, from Tallahassee. That's after the state attorney you know cleared us and et cetera. And when we moved to Miami, the church had built back up to about maybe seventy five to a hundred people. Um I had 20 some odd families move with me to Miami. Oh it was like Moses leaving Egypt. That I never forget that morning. It was foggy. There were the trucks, the big trucks, the cars seemed like they were you know mile long. And uh and we and and we were we moved to Miami and started a wealthy place church in Miami, but I when I tell you that depression was still on me, like I just didn't want to do anything but preach and, and, uh, come home and lay down and watch TV. And my wife got pregnant again at that time. She didn't rape me. Right. uh, That time I told her, I said, let's go make a man child. And (laughs) Here came little Chad. (laughs) And, uh, and so um she came home one day. She had she had started working at Florida Memorial and uh she told me, she said, you know, you I'm I'm going to work, something backward about this. <laughs> I'm going to work every day. I'm coming home and you sit down watching the young and the restless. Uh,
0: <laughs> and she said it.
1: She said, nah, "I know you don't want to, you know, you don't want to live and you mad with God and all of this and yeah. and stuff, but she said, "What make you think that God can't use you to, to prove a point? What make you think you you too good that God can't? If he used Job, you mean to tell me he can't use you? If all he right. met, if he played with Job's name, he can't play with your name? Okay. If he, if, if if he touched him, or allowed the enemy to touch him, but then kill him. He can't. Well, who who do you think you are? She said, "If you don't want to live for your for me or for yourself, live for this baby that I'm carrying." And and, and that's when my faith was reignited. It was it was yeah, flame lit to it. Yeah. And I about twenty five dollars, um, still holding on to to a vision. Um, you know, even in my pain, I still there was a glimmer of. Yeah, a glimmer of, of hope. Of hope. My yeah. Mercedes at that time that I had, the windows didn't roll down. The steering the steering wheel was it, it was stuck, so I was always up on the steering wheel, like that. yeah, <laughs> and it, and it yeah. was loud like a truck. And yeah. uh, Living in um, um lease purchasing a, a million dollar house that we couldn't afford at yeah. the time. In God's And I had $25 pastoring, though, um, of course, um, and that I've always done faithfully. And God said, take $25 and go to the Jewish thrift shop because <clears throat> <clears throat> you don't have any but one suit. And there you're going to find three suits and take one of those suits. And I want you to go to Rich Wilkerson's church, uh, who's also in Miami, who used to be uh, Paul Crouch's son's best friend. Okay. And they have a pretty large ministry, white guy, and um, and tell him that you have a vision to do telemarketing uh, or have a telemarketing company for Mega Ministries to push their product. And don't go to your church this Sunday, go there. So I, I obey, and I go there, sit on the front row. He had interviewed us on TBN uh, a while back, so I was hoping he would, you know, remember us. Mm-hmm. And um, he happened to be in town that day. I waited to pass the piece and went up to him and hey uh, pastor rich pastor cooper you interviewed us on um, tbn a while back et cetera, et cetera. and i i have a business um, proposal i like to speak with you about after service he looked at me and said i don't know if i'm going to be in town i'm extremely busy and traveling but um you know you can call my secretary and see if you can set up an appointment etc. It's very just blunt like that. And I said to myself, I said that I could have been at my own church. And I'm sitting up in here, this white pastor's church. And uh and the Lord said, go sit your behind down. Okay, now. Did I not send you here? And Pastor Peace was over. <clears throat> Pastor Rich gets up back in the pulpit and he said, Today we're gonna have The message by Dr. Chad Lawson Cooper. I could have hit the floor. (laughs) And I talked about that. I'll never forget, I, I, I was ready. The Lord gave me a message about it's time to cross. And I talked about how Moses was dead. He he died. And and for 40 years, God kept telling him to step in to to the Jordan and cross over. But he kept looking for a road. So he dies. And then he tells Joshua in three days to cross over. The compass said, it's right here. Step in. Joshua Mm -hmm. didn't see a road, but he was crazy enough to step in and as he stepped, there were stepping stones and they were finally able to cross over after 40 years because sometimes we can get so used to watching the blessing from the wrong side that we get we get accustomed to celebrating somebody else's Mercedes, somebody else's healing, somebody else's uh, vision coming to pass from afar that we vicariously live through them. And, uh, and so we can almost taste it, but we're not really tasting it. Mm. And- he said, move, cross over, step on it. And I never forget um, that message. And after after that, he said to me, um, you know, let me talk to you about what you wanted to talk about. I told him that. He said to me, um, well, we just started another business, um, Noni, and we don't, everybody's working on that. We don't really have time to do a, another business. But thank you for coming, man, and enjoy the word. That was, I was, I was cool with that. Just the fact that Rich Wilkinson called me up to preach at his church, Mm -hmm. and he acted like he didn't halfway want to talk to me during Pastor Peace. Around seven thirty the next morning, I get a phone call from Rich Wilkinson. He says, "Pastor Cooper, come over here and get a check for ten thousand dollars. Let me help you start this business." Your act
0: of obedience, because in your flesh, you wanted to leave. I wanted to
1: leave. I wanted to leave, but you heard
0: the Lord say, "Set your tail down.
1: Yep, I sent you here. Sit down. And um, it wasn't enough to really start the business, to to make it do anything. But what it did, it it it, it strengthened my faith.
0: Yes. So nearing
1: nearing the end of two months, when when all of that was running out, Florida Memorial um college was running into a a problem with their graphics and so they their main graphics person had bailed out on on um uh, the week before their biggest day of what they what they their biggest day of fundraising and so they asked my wife because they would see her doing little stuff Mm -hmm. around can you do this, these graphics? And I had also had put her, had her to put her phone number on there because she did, you know, mm-hmm. little, not professional graphics, but graphics. Mm-hmm. And, um, so they ended up calling me to see if we could do their donation, they booked. Um, Matt King Carter's wife, I don't know if you know, but he was a pretty big preacher on the Word Network. And um, I told him, yeah. And so my wife said, you said what? Now, you know, I can't do no professional graphics and stuff. I asked them how much he paid. It said $3,000. We're going to do it. And so she got mad with me that night. The Lord spoke to me and said, I told her, don't worry about it. I'm going to do it. The Lord spoke to me and said, when you go to sleep, I'm going to put this gift in you. And when you wake up, you'll know how to do Adobe Photoshop, just as if you had gone to school for it. I woke up the next morning, Lady D, and that turned into a twenty to twenty-five thousand dollar a month business. We got all of their graphics uh, designs, the AKAs, the Florida Marlins. Oh, uh, I mean, it, it just obedience, obedience, and faith, and uh, faith, and faith. So it's still the the reason we moved to Miami, though, is because. A prophetess, Delane Smith, called me and uh, my wife answered the phone. She said, put your husband on the phone. She mm-hmm. said, the Lord said, move to uh, Miami. That's where God's going to show you your purpose. So graphics was not my purpose. Um, all the other things I do was not my main purpose. Uh, it was all, it all played a part. Right. So um i mean that's when i opened up a business here in new york this is 20 roughly 20 years ago uh we had, had opened opened up a branch here on wall street in new york and we had office on brooklyn avenue and uh everything was going good and then my wife dragged, dr- um, dragged me to a play and as we were sitting in michael baseman's play men cry in the dark because i was toiling with evangelism versus just pastoring because to be honest with you i had become bored with pastoring because i had sons and daughters in the lord i've taught them they need to be out doing their own thing and teaching other people and doing you know so so we're gonna just keep doing the same thing and the lord said as i was sitting there he said your vision or, or your calling is to do plays in movies and travel the world and I was like, wow, he said, and you're going to have to give up this comfort zone in order to to do that. You can't have them both at this time. And I went and told my, I, I wept there in the, in the play. My wife looked at me, it was like, this play is not that good. <laughs> <laughs> <You're right. laughs> Alicia is straight, she's a straight shooter, honey. She's crazy. And so, um, <laughs> and so um told the ministerial staff pastor we can't do this you don't even know what it take to do it i said no one didn't no one know what it took uh take to build an art but he did it and so went on from there church mess started and that's and you had your chefs yes. being a part of the seeing church yes. mess. it was amazing in in, in 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 that's oh my God! I've never seen struggle in assignment like that before. We had good days, bad days, homeless days, uh, and I and I would say to God, "I'll do this if I gotta sleep in the car," because I know this is what you call me to do. And one thing that you gotta know when God tells you what you're supposed to be doing, you can't. Play around with it. You just gotta know it, and you know, and something just the the, the assignment of suffering comes along with the the resurrection process. Jesus said, that. Jesus said, Jesus said, Lord, if it be you, if it be that will, take this bitter cup from me. But He knew all the time that it was not His will, and that He He must go through this. There are some things we must go. Through that that will build your character, that will build your faith, that will build your relationship. Jesus also said, "To know me is to suffer with me." You know, uh, there there is no street three steps to to being highly anointed. The way to being anointed is going, it's a suffering way. You're going to go through some things that that will make you even cringe. Now, I tell folks, how do you know that you're anointed? Because there's some things in your life that you can close your eyes and you can still cry because you still feel the pain and the fury of what you were going through, that you still feel the crushing. There's some things right now no matter what platform I'm in, whether I'm talking to Damon John from Shark Tank, or I'm talking to Billy Bob on the street, there's some things in my life that I can, I can be in a room crowded with people. And sometimes I zone out in in tears uh, uh, and they don't know what I'm crying for, but they don't know the pain that I went through. yeah. And, and, and be, being homeless out on the road, and knocking on doors, and going from church to church, and and in and, 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 and just doing what God, I knew God told me to do, and robbing Peter to pay Paul, and not having bank accounts because every all of them were uh, overdrawn, and then you in check systems, and you can't get a bank account, you can't get a credit card, and going to check cashing places. Um, still, finding a way to do what God has called you to do, mm-hmm. and, and waiting seven years <laughs> so you can get a bank account again, and waiting seven years so you can you can you know, eleven years so bankruptcy will fall off of your credit. Uh, been there, done that, did all of that, um, and, and so the, the 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 irony of it is. Um, God is still good in the midst of it because there's always somebody worse off, than always. always, and, and so we, we that's why the scripture says, In all things, give thanks because they're there, you can see God in anything, anything. And I would thank God even in the midst of So, I well, let me get back to that. So, I, I, I learned from a message I preached 20 something years ago, even before I went through all of this. Um, entitled, what do you do when your assignment is affliction? And I had to make that applicable, uh, applicable rather, to my life, to my, and I was like, okay, now that sounded good, <laughs> <laughs> but it don't feel good. And, 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 and going through this, I mean, Lady D, I mean, we were traveling on the road. I remember we had a new expedition somebody one of one of the ministers put oil um, uh, in the wrong thing I think in the brake fluid or something and uh, part in the whole thing blew up. um I mean it, it's just so many things it's so many stories of pain and and that was fine. All of that was fine. I think it hit me the worst though. And um in 2015 after we had been on the road for many many years and we were going through um this a whole nother level of depression and warfare because as you know me and my wife both uh uh you know are singers and um you know in ministry and people began to play us against each other and yeah and all and we ended up separating in 2015. And um, she had gotten sick. Um, I know witchcraft was somewhere involved and um, it it, it was just a mess. She had gotten sick and uh, moved to DC. And I said, well, I just can't see myself not being a part of my kids' lives because I've been a part of their lives, all of their lives and even being a part of her life, how is this gonna work? So I moved to DC and it just still wasn't working in DC. And it was one of the most depressive moments and depressing times of my life. And while I was in exile and and I left DC rather, um, first I went to Wilmington, Delaware on my way to new york mm-hmm. and um, and that's where i began to write justice on trial and the lord was shifting me then and I, I guess he allowed the separation to happen at that time so i would be in that place of see some of your greatest moments will come when you're at your lowest place i was actually sleeping on a friend's floor in wilmington delaware on a on a floor mattress and uh um, and here was this guy that's been across the world that's that's been through this, you know, you know I'm not supposed to be sleeping on the nobody's floor. I'm not supposed to be going through this now. And 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 you have to ask yourself, will you, will I will I ever live again? <laughs> Where, you know is, is this it? And 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 uh, those were some days that God was pouring into me, but at the same time I felt like I was dying. And, um, and so I, I wrote the frame of justice on trial there in the basement in Wilmington, Delaware. And then I moved to, uh, to New York and stayed in my car there for a, a while. And then my next assignment was to go to Connecticut where I too stayed in my car at the rest stop there for a couple of weeks. In um, my first week there, I had I had not been on the road in a while, and I was almost scared to go on the road. And we had we had started doing a show called Family Mess then, and we had shifted from Church Mess. And um, my first week there, um, and I, as I would go out to promote, my self esteem was so so low. And the Lord said to me, He said, "Go to church. When you go to church to promote this Sunday." no matter how low you feel know that i'm with you and you can do all things through me who strengthens you and i went into that church and the lord the lord said oh when you open up your mouth to sing i'm gonna show up and i sang i need thee and i talked about the play and um never met these people never met the pastor um, that day alone at the end of the day, I had did over $10,000 in sales. And, uh, and God said, I told you, I'm with you. you. You're going to come out of this. You're going to live again. You're going to breathe again. And, and every week from there, the favor of God was just on me in, in that city. And, um, and just kept on, kept on, kept on with that. And my wife would come every other week uh, to help market. And I would see the kids every other week. And I went to this service uh, with this prophet. One of my well, one of my musician friends had asked me to come and do praise and worship for him at a revival that particular night. And I wasn't feeling well, but I went anyway. And uh, this prophet comes in and I was like, I'm not in the mood to hear nobody prophesy. I'm just, I've heard it before. I'm sick of it. I, I just like, I'm deuces about. <laughs> and uh, and but I had one of my spiritual sons there in Connecticut with me, and I told him, I said, I gotta go to the store. I'll be back to pick you up. He called me. He said, Dad, you need to come back in here. He said, even if it's for five minutes, come please. I beg you. I walked back in, as soon as I got in, the, the man of God, and he was from Brooklyn where I lived. <laughs> I didn't know it. And he, and he said, the man of God said, man of God. He said, prophet. Oh, he said, oh yeah, I see your gift. You, you can't hide. He said, I see where you've traveled up and down the road and black Mercedes and where the tires have blown. About ten times in different places, but God never let you get into a place where that was not help. He said, "He said, um, he said, I see where you've had some success, but I'm I'm here to tell you that your success has not been anything like it's going to be." He said, "I see the forty million dollars, the sixty million dollar contracts. I see the major networks. I see the BETs, the ABCs, the." NBC's and CBS's and all of that. So I'm like, yeah, okay, you probably could Google me and and, and kind of come up with a conclusion whether it's true or not. And so that's why I was thinking. Now, this is what I knew he was, he, he said to me, he said, you have not sang your best song. You've not preached your best message. You've not done your best play or movie. You've not done your best work. Say so, okay. He said, and another thing, he said, I see where the enemy has tried to separate you and your wife and your family. But he said, God's gonna put you back together again. <laughs> and that's where I, I fell out. I cried. I, I, mean, I, I was like, okay, this because he had no way of knowing that. Well, right after then, my wife comes and kids show up in New York. And uh and, I was, I had saved about probably about $50,000 um, because I would pay my child support, you know, pay my bills. And I was able to save money. Well, anyway, so when when they, when they showed up in New York, I said, uh-oh, <laughs> oh. it's, it's going to start leaving. <laughs> Bless you. Bless you. <laughs> And, and, oh, and, and so my wife has a rust phobia so mm-hmm. um everywhere and we, we, she couldn't stay in this small place that I was in because I was in the studio mm-hmm. and you know five people so I started we started just I said okay I just get a hotel until mm-hmm. we find a place but my credit was not up to par at that time because of things I had gone through. Mm-hmm. And uh um, and so either you have to put a whole lot of money down or you have to have good credit or both in some cases to get in a place that ain't rusty or nice, etc. And I I wasn't about to live in no ghetto now. <laughs> so, and uh it's so no pun intended and no harm if somebody wanna live in the ghetto if you, you feel me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But Started this hotel thing, lady. Lady did it. lasted for about a year and a half. I don't know how in the world I was spending like five hundred dollars a day, and I was making money. Doors were open, but if I make if I make forty thousand dollars, you you do the math five hundred dollars a day. I mean, it was like, and I was like, this is a lot of pressure. But at the same time, it was worth it because God was putting my family back together again. And we, and when I look at it now, we had to stay in that small room, hotel room together because God wanted us to bond. It was like That's having right. a, a, a Iona fix my life without her being there. Tell your mother That's you right. love her. Tell your mother you love her. <laughs> right, right, right. So, right. Um, you can't get there. you too close yeah yeah and so god was bonding us again you know because my kids didn't know me uh because i would be traveling all the time so mm-hmm. it was a lot of condensed time and um and then um uh, you know after a year and a half the lord opened it up um restoration came again on an, on another level and it was like with justice on trial came out and it it is like shifted us like, you know, on a whole another plane, plateau. And um, and so it, it was like, wow, man, you know, this is, it, it, when God says it's going to happen, it's going to happen. <laughs> it, it's just that, you know, I, I, I've, I've lived it in, and to the point that you don't even feel like it's real. It's like, is this like really real? Like um like for real, you know, like
0: it had been so long, you know, when you're in a place of affliction for a period of time, sometimes it just becomes a place of the norm. Yeah, you know, but you have somebody this morning, you're helping somebody today understand affliction being their assignment and how it shall come. to an end at some point. It
1: yeah, shall yeah. pass. Trouble don't last always. It is. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but God shall deliver us out of all of them. But you have all to be steadfast. You got to be steadfast and you got to stick to it. You got to you got to obey God even when it seems like it's crazy.
0: Mm-mm-mm.
1: And so, and, and it seemed like it was crazy. Here we are living in a hotel in New York. Well, why don't you just pack up and, and go back down south where it's cheaper? You know, but that's not what God told me to be. Told me Man. to be New York. Uh, and so it's, it, it, it's, and then, then all of our, our cars tore up. <laughs> either they, I've had about 17 cars I've lost either doing repossession or tearing up in my lifetime.
0: Thank God you're not attached to material things. They are things exactly. that come and go, you exactly. know, because. Look where you are now. Look at where you are because you remain faithful, and God Himself proves Himself faithful.
1: Exactly, exactly. So what? Nobody but God. Nobody but God. And 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 I would see the hand of God. Just God. The change came in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye. Um. It 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 it, it was so. God was so smooth and he said you know why he said you you never you never died and you never even in your worst points in life I still made a way he said because I've never seen my the righteous forsaken well you know I translate that word through Abraham those that believe me I he believed him and he considered that righteousness uh-huh. I've never seen those that believe me that really believe me
0: not shout
1: and, and turn flips and then don't believe him not dance around the church and eat him a s kick him in the knee and all of that and don't believe uh-huh. a thing but i've never seen those that really believe me uh-huh forsaken mm. neither the seed beg for bread he mm. said he's he, he said he said i i can do it for you because you he said you prove you really believe me even when it don't even when it seemed like it, it was going opposite now yeah. i've
0: seen throughout your testimony, how the village played a role. Oh, yeah. From different cities and different people. You know what I'm saying? People that you crossed. In your words, you know, and that's preparing to close. What is is the contribution
1: from the village? How important is the village when it comes to? You know what, Lady D, I can easily answer that. I met brothers and sisters, even such as yourself. On this journey, over a hundred and something cities, that a family for life that, for life, that 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 I know that love me and I love them. That that suffered with me, went on journeys, went on Jesus. trips. We can't we can't tell it all. We can't tell about no, we your sins. Don't get started. But, uh, <laughs> 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 Ooh, That's why she got shit. the ponytail now, y'all. She don't... <laughs> oh my god, but, but, Traveling, as you know, sometimes all night long, and we would eat in the car. Cracker Barrel was our second home for eating, and when we could um, afford to go there. Yeah, yeah. You know, we we went through that. So I mean, I met good people. You know, it, rem- it reminds me as we were talking before about o- Oprah, um Ruth, and Naomi um, to 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 find the roofs. Um, that, that I found on this journey, I helped me to do it. I couldn't have done it. I couldn't, Thank you, 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 you know, connecting with you when we're going through that season in Georgia, that was life. That was, man. That, that, was oh. that was, that was, that was, that was breathing life It everything you know, in, 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 into me, um, in, into, into what I, I, I would be one day. Um, you know, you 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 saw things of a hope for me when I didn't see hope for me sometimes, and we need people like that this, the, to 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 be a part of our lives and 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 to so that the journey the the village that I've had is compiled of so many people. And I would look, um, you know, if I were to look back, even because you, you know I don't drive anymore. I stopped driving three years ago when I got into a bad accident and I never liked driving anyway. So, um, you got to now so you don't have to drive. Well, it, 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 praise the Lord. Hallelujah. <laughs> so, um, um, but even when I was on the road, I, I was in LA, I found a, um, a, a driver of drivers, but special driver for me out in LA. Um, anywhere I go, um, god's always um just he's sent provision and it, it's like it's like I, i'm only just following this me and the the the, the 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 piece of the puzzle god is the one putting it together yeah and so 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 i thank god for you know and the, the hurt that i mean did, did it hurt me when and i'll say opa like opa left um you know naomi Oh yeah it hurts when folks leave you and you want them to be there uh when you really make it but it shows that they never really believe you would make it anyway because if oprah knew that 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 um naomi was gonna go back home and and then that that ruth was gonna marry the richest man in town and that naomi then was gonna be like his mama Mm And uh, uh, you know, uh, uh what they say, a shot caller, ball, big baller, shot caller, she wouldn't yeah, have never, she, yeah, she wouldn't have never went back. Um, so there are people, you know, like you know, that were with us, mm-hmm. um, that that you know, I think like wow, um, I, I'll just say that stage name, like Deacon Henry. That how do you invest all of those years and then just walk away I, I can't do something I don't believe in you know what I'm saying and uh, and so I, I often think like wow you know man they you know they're somewhere selling some insurance and but you
0: know, people are seasoned they're seasonal in your life brother and you got to remember where you going sometimes people can't go with you but they're true. part of that process
1: yeah, to make you to make you stronger.
0: And guess listen. what? The benefit is for them as well.
1: Yeah. Well so listen, it, in that scripture, Lady D, um the Bible says that when Oprah left, they kissed her goodbye. <laughs> and God will give you the gift of kissing goodbye.
0: And guess what? It's okay.
1: It's okay. Because
0: you don't want that
1: weight. It's like
0: mm-hmm. where you going, where you were when there are people in your life. Therefore, where you were, they can't handle where you're going. Yeah, yeah. And that's how you can just shake it off and let people be and wish them well. Hallelujah.
1: That's right. And see, real family are those that see you in the spirit and not in the flesh. And I often say that your next connections will be people that see you in the. F- the spirit, not in the flesh, they see you in your future, not in your now. And and that's how you know that those people will be with you or a part of your life forever. I put up a picture today on Facebook of a friend, my, my best friend from childhood. We've been friends for 43 years.
0: I seen that, I just glimpsed at it and just felt some kind of way and came on out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> uh, we moving on. No, we gonna have our picture up. There we go. Gonna... <laughs> uh, uh, but mm-hmm. you know, you take you and you and I. We even though you know we went through a season where we were both in different cities. It's like we never were were apart because I yeah our, we're family. Our spirits. We're con- we've been brother and sister from the first day Man. that we met. We when you to- walked to the radio station, you, for the record, in the
0: 27 years I've done radio, you have been a number one guest. You I'm changed the whole station. world. It was like, oh my God.
1: Wow. That's an honor.
0: Oh, yes.
1: We have so many fun times. You know, there's two times Um where Jesus talks about or, or the Bible talks about uh medicine mm-hmm. and one was the bomb in Gilead and the other one is laughed at us is so good like medicine. It was such a healing process, you know, with because <laughs> we were all going through different yes, things. Yeah. yes. like like life changing yes. things, but you know, trusting God at the same time but 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 laughing was (laughs) you know just I, i just thank god for you and for your ministry and and uh and and what you are doing what you have done in the many years you have sown and how god is blessing you and continuing to open up doors and as i have said um you know um, the Lord's going to open up a door within not just the church world because you're bigger than the church world, you're a kingdom person, and, exactly. and if you just church, you just have that component, they won't even understand you. No, not Deborah. yeah. <laughs> but the king, but the kingdom, the kingdom of you know, when we're seeing that it's so much, it's so it's filled with people that may never walk into a church building but they love God absolutely. And they, and they need a word. They need healing. They need they they need deliverance. They need help. And uh and that's where I see you know God taking you. You know Thank within God. within the Hollywood infrastructures and oh, amen. Yeah, in 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 so many places. So I'm I'm excited for you. Just don't forget me when you're on the red carpet and stuff. We're man. gonna be there together. I'm that's like, Come right. right. <laughs>
0: Alicia, can I borrow my brother? Just for a moment.
1: <laughs>
0: <No>. <laughs> well, you know what? It has been a pleasure this morning to uh, uh, talk to you. It's like not just the day being an amazing day of expectation, but you have dropped so much, you know, to the place where it's like air, where people can just breathe in, you know, Praise the God. amazingness that's going to take place this week because you have uh, just defined what it means to, uh, for affliction to be your assignment and how you can just grow from it and how you come out of it victoriously.
1: I right, praise but you God. Have to,
0: you have to stay steadfast. You have to remain steadfast. You have to be obedient. And of course, I heard you saying There were times when you like, Lord, oh God, you know, you even considered suicide. There are normal feelings that you begin to even have to struggle and fight with. I pray that people hear that today. I pray they hear that you were normal throughout the whole process.
1: I couldn't, Lady D, I couldn't stop believing God. Even in my lowest, I still could not stop believing God. And I would say, if I jump off this building knowing that god has commissioned me to live and not die that what's going to happen is if i if i jump off this building and run in front of a truck i'm going to be retarded in a wheelchair looking at all because he
0: was he wouldn't it wouldn't, wouldn't have been your assignment to die.
1: exactly and i said no i i, I, you I still
0: had to fulfill purpose
1: you still got to fulfill purpose it is and so you know being, you know that. It, um, at the end of the day, it really boils down to belief in obedience. And 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 I, you know, I was I was saying today, you know, I got, um, Justice on Trial, the movie, out on Amazon Prime. Um, that's um ready to even get on some more networks. That's but, an amazing.
0: Um, movie. I had the pleasure. You of looking at it and I just man it's a tearjerker ladies and gentlemen it's a tearjerker you need to see it and you know with us getting ready to close this is a good opportunity for you to go ahead and announce to everybody what's out right now that they can go ahead and look at and what's coming
1: absolutely absolutely um and thank you for that opportunity justice on trial the movie amazon prime amazon if you, most people have amazon Uh, It's just like Netflix, actually bigger than Netflix Um, around the world. You can get it. It's the number one social
0: with, honey. Amazon, only thing that's stood still throughout this pandemic.
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's the it's the number one social justice movie in the country. Oh it deals God. with two civil rights attorneys suing the U.S. Justice Department for reparations and damages done to African Americans while bringing back time traveler witnesses such as Harriet Tugman, Medgar Evers, and Emmett Till into a modern-day courtroom to tell their stories to a mixed jury, Black, White, and Hispanic. And it gets real it's uh, real encouraging to watch. Yes, it is. Yes, ma'am. We got Revival, the movie, which is an all Black, uh, well, i will say predominantly Black cast. Um, and that's the story of Jesus, the book of, of uh, John. Um, Molly Music plays Jesus, Shaka Khan, Michelle Williams, um, you name it. Uh, that's in it. Um, we have a, a, a movie that's coming out next year. That, uh, that we're doing uh, called Super Turnt. Now, it's not a church movie, but it's an inspirational piece for the hip hop community that shows uh, dealing with them on their level and shows how they can turn around. The guy that played Biggie Smalls and the Biggie Smalls you mm-hmm. pick is uh, one of the leading stars in it. Tori Hart, Kevin Hart's ex-wife and Harry Lennox, of course, and, uh, and many, many more. Um, are uh, uh, in that movie and then we got church the movie that we uh, are casting and filming for that uh will be out on next year as well and, uh, sure. it, and and we have a movie also trouble waters is going to be on bet it's in the BET. that we lord opened up a door and now, now we've connected a partnership with uh bet trouble waters will be on bet starting december the 10th mm-hmm. uh, and then we have the documentary um, called The Church, uh, Yesterday, Today, and Forevermore. And it's mm-hmm. a depiction of the church's um, highest point to the pandemic and to where we go in the future. Mm-hmm. So it's, 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 uh, it's a, a plethora of um, uh, movies and uh, diversity. That, uh, that's out there, but so check us out. You can Google Chad Lawson Cooper, Chad Lawson Cooper uh, Movies and Plays on Facebook, and you'll see the blue button, so you'll know it's me. Uh, also, um, you'll have um, um, Instagram uh, to go to as well, Chad Lawson Cooper there. Uh, Google justice on trial, the movie, just so much going on. So keep us continue to keep us in your prayers. And, uh, I'm just, I'm excited about what God is doing.
0: Well, you know, God is faithful. Uh, I thank God that you went back to the church to hear, uh, that word, uh, from the mouth of, of the prophet, you know, speaking on behalf of God, because all that he spoke has come to pass. You are not a millionaire. And you're also very successful and and you your family, you got your family back. Every, it's bigger than what he even said. It's even yep. greater than what he said.
1: And it you just begun. It's 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 like,
0: <laughs> listen, just begun. And I'm yep. thankful. See, the Lord had to ready you for this moment, dear. God had to ready you. That's what all that was about. And humility plays a role in him readying
1: us. But oh, what absolutely.
0: we're here for right now. Am I right about it?
1: Absolutely. You're right about
0: it. Amen. Well, I'm telling you, I am just elated. I'm so excited. It's like, you know, I got coffee right here next to me and I drink my coffee black. But this coffee ain't done nothing for me, honey, based (laughs) off of this conversation. What you have (laughs) conversed with me today is exactly what I have needed, you know, just a pick me up just to remind me God ain't through with me yet. Yeah. And I pray that for those right. that are listening today, that you receive what I've received. God is not yeah. through with you yet, no matter the way it looks. Forget about it. Keep on persisting yeah. and keep on keeping on. I want to remind everybody to please follow Relationship Lounge 19 uh, uh, on IG, Facebook, and also on Twitter for Reveal and Heal. Thank you so much for being faithful Facebook family to tuning in to uh, Motivation Monday. You know, you can't heal what you don't reveal. And you've heard the story today from Pastor Cooper, letting you know the importance of revealing and healing. He's still sharing. Ain't no shame in his game. He is still sharing. And he has shared to thousands today that they may be healed. Amen. Thank you once again, brother. I love love and appreciate you. 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 We got to catch up. And you know you you got to cast me.
1: You got to yeah, cast Well me. that's that's given. You know you you are already going to be in church mess the movie because that's 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 a comedy that's anyway so you play. That's yeah. it. That's it. That's yeah. it. And we, I've always we, said heal too. I've always said and this is for your audience. You are too talented not to be a millionaire. <laughs> Get that in your spirit audience. You're too talented not to be a millionaire.
0: And on that note, we are going to close. Oh my God. Oh, Listen, ladies and gentlemen, let me just tell you today: keep on pushing, keep on pressing, do not stop. Monday is a new beginning, new week, new goals. I'll say it again. New week, new goals. Thank you for tuning in to Motivation Monday. I'm Coach Dell. Have an amazing day. Bye, brother. Thank you. <laughs> <Thank you. laughs>